Hey guys, it's Danny. You're listening to my podcast where I'll be talking all things health, fitness and well-being and even the occasional inappropriate chat. Hey guys, well, it has been a hot minute since I jumped on. I thought I'd use this spare time to create some more episodes on here, share the latest goss, what's been happening in my world at the studio. Today's episode, I'm going to have a chat about making the decision not to compete. So comp day was 3rd of October. It would have been my second time stepping on stage, but I decided to postpone it to next year um, and use these interesting times to study. Um, An opportunity came up to become an accredited sports nutritionist and I could not do both. (laughs) Run the studio on my own, continue opening and closing the studio, maintain my sanity and be present at work. So I had a chat to my coach, a couple of loved ones, and we all decided that it was the best decision to pop that for sometime next year, which is exciting. I also had to consider Jess and Christina. So it's their first comp. So felt like a really, really good decision to be more present for them on their special day to get some footage and be there for them. So yeah, throughout this prep, I lost nine kilos up until making the decision. I had about eight to nine to go. And I think I was about 17 weeks out at that point. Um, So I made it a goal to hit a certain weight before calling that one quits. So the last part of any prep really pushes and tests you. Uh, The girls will know and anyone who's done a comp before or is involved with competitive sports, you really have to level up. You have to dig deeper each week, make sacrifices. On paper, it's easy. You just tick the boxes, but putting it into action is the hard part. You know, managing your emotions, pushing past discomfort, your mindset and the way you see yourself changes hour to hour too, especially in prep. It's emotionally taxing. Um, People also overlook the fact that prep is very isolating. So you spend a lot of time alone and any spare time that you do have, it's generally preparing for the days ahead, catching up on work, any extra tasks needing to be done and just the, you know, day-to-day things us adults have to do. So you've also got your training, your steps, your posing practice, your food prep, the amount of sleep that you need also increases too, the leaner you get and the closer the comp um, comes. So it is a lot, um, an absolute blessing and opportunity. You do it because you want to, but it's definitely uh, something that requires a lot of sacrifice And when you're not knowing the length of time you're in lockdown for, the amount of energy and time put into reopening. Um, And you know what? I was just, I was really, really tired and pretty burnt out. And I didn't want to get to the point of meltdown too. So that played a very big factor. If you follow me on socials, you know, I'm quite open about seeing my psychologist. So I'm pretty big on prioritizing my mental health and weighing up decisions that impact me. So, you know, it didn't feel too bad making the decision because the stage will always be there. But I uh, did want to explore what happens after prep, uh, you know, give you guys some insight and some practical uh, takeaways for your own goals. Because most of the time we see either people losing weight uh, and then putting it back on. So you're either dieting or you aren't. So we typically see two sides of the spectrum and not the stuff in between, which I think personally is the most valuable um, phase. People know how to push hard in a diet and lose, but it's maintaining, it's gaining on purpose, changing your physique, 
all those kind of things, all the skills that are needed throughout diet phases can be strengthened, learned and built upon throughout phases that aren't in dieting. So we'll touch on that later, but we'll take it right back to my prep. Um, so 20 weeks I dieted for, lost the nine kilos and I had about eight, nine ago as I touched on before, but my step count was quite high. Calories were on the lower side. We had implemented some hit sessions using bike sprints and you always kind of get, you know, why or how do you know how much to eat? Why this amount of hit? Why this amount of steps? And basically it's because we kept a record of things, you know, every week, twice a week, you know, closer to comp, we'll track everything, see how I'm going. This is how I coach my own clients. And, um, you just build upon the blueprint together, you know, comp prep, losing weight, maintaining, assessing things, tracking. It's pretty much the same across the board, just with each goal comes with different levels of, you know, focus and commitment. After a quite a strict dieting phase with high output, you don't just want to stop. Most people know how to push hard to lose, but learning how to pull back, recover, maintain, change the focus is where people need attention. You know, you have to be really smart. First prep was a learning curve. I stuffed that up with experience under my belt and what not to do, not be naive and a bit arrogant. I am able to apply myself differently this time. And it's just like that old quote, you know, you only fail when you stop trying. When you don't try, when you don't apply yourself in different phases, you're missing out on so much that you can take, so many skills that you can take on into different dieting phases and progress and learn from. So, you know, I've actually just finished a six weeks recovery phase. I've never done one before. Um, after my comp, I kind of just was in a little bit of a rut. You know, funnily enough, COVID happened and then it all kind of turned to crap. There were a lot of positives out of that. Um, but yeah, never done a recovery phase. So basically, you know, after a long time of dieting, your body needs to kind of essentially recover, get you, you know, get used to resting a lot. I know my um, joints and my feet were quite sore from all my walking, you know, your hunger cues and things like that, sleep, all that needs to be looked at and nurtured and built back up. So that's what that recovery phase was. You know, weight went up a few kilos, which was normal and expected. Um, we decreased my step count by, we halved that, we increased my cows, and it was just a really nice time not to focus on scale weight and just enjoy adding more food back in. So yeah, I can't complain about the last six weeks. Um, it was definitely a nice experience. I think that if you went in thinking that you were going to keep the weight the same and you were judging uh, your success by scale weight, you wouldn't enjoy it. You know, a reminder to anyone that isn't dieting that if you just based your success off scale weight alone, it can really interfere with your ability to see the phase for what it is. My first prep, my recovery phase probably felt crap because I was putting too much pressure on myself and basing my success around scale weight, which was going up. And then from there, if you don't maintain focus, it can get out of hand, which it surely did. So that recovery phase is just finished. We are focusing on a building phase this week. So building isn't necessarily putting on any weight. Um, we are just focusing on my... Uh, the muscles that we want to showcase on stage down the track and 
that includes my glutes and my upper back and building upon my strength. So along with that too becomes fun in itself because my calories will go up again. We're going to keep trying to decrease my steps. You know, a lot of people don't see benefit in this phase or we see people that are very hesitant to focus on anything but losing weight. But most of the problems people face when dieting is exactly what they don't work on. So during this phase, we're working on being able to learn and look at fluctuating scales without reacting, without it impacting how I feel about myself. You know, it's that old, you know, people step on the scales, don't like what they see, and then the whole day turns to crap. We're working on that. We are increasing the days that I don't actually track food. Um, he's in, my coach, when I say he, is encouraging me to eat out um, at restaurants, obviously with COVID, Uber Eats. I've never had that app before, but I've gotten onto it. It's great. We are working on walking less. And this is how you build upon things that scare you the most with dieting. I see a lot of people complain about scale weight or kind of talk negatively about certain tools and, and uses of measurement that, you know, in a negative way, but it's only because they haven't learned what they can mean in, in a good light, you know. Um, if all you ever do is diet and then not diet, you're missing exciting parts like this and forever stay the same. You know, in this phase, I get to build upon the trust I have within myself and food. You guys will know about my history with eating disorders, issues with food and my body. This phase done right with the level of, you know, vulnerability and awareness that I have and get to dive deeper in, I can then work on this stuff freely, build trust around nutrition and make this phase enjoyable. You know, most people struggle with control around food and this this is influenced by so many things, you know, perception and belief systems around food, coping mechanisms, previous dieting attempts, your level of self-esteem and confidence, uh, you know, control around food and mind choices is often people's main problem. So it does make sense to dig deep and find out why, uh, what certain reactions and belief systems you have around that stuff. You know, it's challenging. Um, but not changing, not learning feels to me like you are suffocating. And anyone that has had problems with food and exercise before will know this. Uh, your dieting habits affects everything. And if you don't work on it, it'll bite you in the bum until you do. So I'm encouraging you guys throughout COVID to look at what you're doing. Look at the phase that you're in. I highly recommend getting a coach. I think that's a very big problem as well. No one is accountable to stick with a phase or a diet or a program that'll benefit them long-term because all they're ever doing is reacting to scale weight. No one's challenging or pushing them to say, hey, this is what's supposed to happen. Let's focus on this and this. Um, and then they go around in, around in circles. Uh, when we look at my members at the moment, most of them can't train. So instead of building muscle or increasing strength, we can put them in a slight deficit or maintenance plan, learn and create cool results through there. You know, there's always something to do and learn and experience. And then when gyms reopen or even if gyms are open and motivation is low, you can use the different phases in your advantage. With low motivation, you can still track your food, go into maintenance, perhaps learn how to be a bit more flexible, you know, learn what in intuitive eating means and how you can apply that to you. And then when you are feeling motivated, you've got the data there to kind of pull the trigger and, and do stuff. I say to my members all the time, track so you have the information there. And then when you are motivated, you're not starting from nothing. Because when we look at it, I guess, losing weight, you want to 
you know, utilize the different tools like exercise and your nutrition um, and, you know, walks and, and just your energy ex- expended through the throughout the day, you don't want to start walking, dieting and exercising intensely all at once. It's better to have a baseline or a foundation to build upon from there. Uh, we know that when people start to exercise, inflammation goes up. And oftentimes this means that scale weight will go up because you're holding more fluid and, and carbohydrates and your eating uh, habits change. Most of the time when we see people diet, they choose from foods that are more high in fiber that make scales go up, you know. Um, so a lot of the time when people enter a dieting phase, because they are relying on scales, they think that they've failed straight away. So it's very interesting uh, watching people go from zero data, zero baseline to go into it straight away and then wonder why they keep encountering problems that most do. So so it's definitely something to challenge yourself with. You know, when we look at a diet phase, um, what that looks like for different types of people, what it looks like for me you know, you've got your strength training, your progressive overload, you've got your walks, you know, hitting certain protein targets, fiber, knowing how much is suitable for you. A lot of the time, if you don't have that knowledge about yourself and what is required for you, when you enter a diet, it does feel overwhelming because you've got so many things to, you know, nail every week. Whereas outside of the diet phase if you're consistently hitting your protein intake you know what and where to get it from you can maintain and quite easily digest different uh, amounts of fiber and know what feels most comfortable for you if walking is a part of your normal day-to-day then entering a diet phase can be quite simple and and this is what sets Christina and Jess apart from other competitors that I see, especially first time, they did before they went into their prep, and we will get them on on some episodes in the future, but I did make them go through a bit of a maintenance and building phase to learn everything that there is to know to then prepare them for their diet phase. You know, when you're in the shops and just say chicken's on special or a different type of meat is on special, you should be empowered with the knowledge to think, okay, how can I fit that into my plan? What does it mean? You know, you don't want to rely on a trainer to help you plan your food. You want to instill yourself with knowledge, then you can kind of adapt with whatever life throws your way. And not just even talking about specials at Coles, but you know, if you're out for the whole day and you forget to eat or you get stuck, knowing how you can change your meals to suit what you need, knowing how to go out for dinner and, you know, if sticking to your goals is important, being able to do that. When you're maintaining weight and just, you know, having a pretty healthy balance, you're looking after yourself, it's nice to have that knowledge to then not stress about going out or being stuck for time, changing up your meals, if you have that knowledge there, especially with training as well. When you're in a diet and especially comp prep, you have got to learn not to rely on motivation. You train through really... Uh, tired days you know you get you get your walks in even if you feel like you're dragging your feet a lot of it is just relying on your your habits and the stuff that you do day to day rather than relying on motivation so doing that being really comfortable maintaining that in a maintenance phase is incredible before you enter a fat loss because it means you can kind of adapt and you can kind of deal with the pressure well not the pressure but deal with the uh different 
uh, things that get thrown your way through dieting. Um, so that was what they did uh, before, and that's why they're very successful with their with their diets and their prep. They haven't had to rely on me as such for making decisions around food. They can work that out themselves, especially with COVID, working from home, uh, shifts changing with work. They don't have to ask me. They can make decisions on their own, which is very it's it's a very empowering thing, and it's very uh, good to see and be a part of watching those girls. But yes, I actually will have to have them on and they can uh, let you guys know their experiences and why what they've been doing um, previous to their phase has paid off and how it's how it's impacted them. So that'll be good. So I'm going to wrap up this episode, but I hope this challenges you and it gets you questioning why you are doing what you're doing, what you are doing, you know, when gyms do reopen, what's your plan of attack? What is your baseline? Where are you working from? Are you going to be eating in a deficit, a surplus, a maintenance? What data or how are you collecting data now to make, you know, when you want to pull the trigger happen and be successful? If you don't know what certain phases are or what they mean to you and you're working with a coach, ask. And if you aren't working with a coach and you're thinking, hey, I'm interested in learning all this, feel free to hit me up or start searching a coach that you vibe with and you want to learn. I so encourage it. Don't just hire a coach or work with one when you want to lose because I'm telling you, you are missing out on some really amazing experiences that can help you in all aspects of your life. I know that for me, I've been under a coach now for, it's been like six years and the things that I hear people really struggle with with dieting are all things that I have before but it is because I've worked on them and put time aside and phases aside to prioritize getting that you know getting those things worked on I don't really um, struggle with anymore especially things like binge eating emotional eating these things are very prominent in the dieting kind of uh, industry not many people speak about it even less people want to work on that. So, you know, if it's something that you struggle with, reach out and I can definitely help. But yeah, when gyms reopen, what's your plan of attack? What are you doing? Summer and spring are around the corner. Do you have enough knowledge and enough confidence in yourself and what you're doing to be able to reach those goals that you've had in time? If you're not starting now, I highly encourage you to start really small and then build upon that start when you're unmotivated so then when you are you can just pull the trigger and go for it so if you have any questions that you want me to answer directly or you want to set up a a call feel free to get in contact with me and yeah hopefully this episode finds you all well and I'll speak to you next time thanks for listening If you want to check out what we do and catch up on the latest posts, check out Danny Cross PT on all platforms.